Welcome to the Toffee Blues, your source for all things Everton, and welcome to another podcast. Loads in store tonight. We're going to be looking back on our Carabao Cup win against West Ham, and for that, I'll be joined by Owen Parks and Rob Astle. And then after that, we've got the match preview for the Brighton game that's coming up on Saturday, and I'll be joined for that by Dan Hart and Teddy McAllister. And then we'll finish with a classic quiz, of course, where Teddy and Dan will go head to head at the end of the show. The segments will be separate on YouTube, as always, so let's do them as we go along. So anyway, we'll get straight into it, starting with looking back on our win over West Ham. We are looking back on Everton's 4-1 victory in the Carabao Cup to progress to the quarterfinals. I'm joined by Owen Parks and Rob Astle. How are you doing, lads? Good, uh, good win, bittersweet of sorts. But we'll start with you, Rob. How are you feeling after that one? Um, yeah, it was a good performance, wasn't it? I thought it, I thought we should have been two or three up at half-time, to be honest with you. Bit disappointed to concede so quickly um, after the the final whistle. But what I like about this team is they just keep going and they create chances. And it, an Everton side of old would have caved and probably put themselves under more pressure there. But you know we remain calm. You know we got in behind again and we scored three more goals. So all good. On to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you've made there about the character of this team. I mean, how many times have we gonna go up as a setback and then? Like you say, go on to lose the game last season, yeah. or even more so on the Marco Silva. Yeah, I just felt like West Ham after that they didn't really. They had that chance with um, Yarmolenko, um, where the other went. Uh, he, he put an header across the box, and I think I can't remember who it was. Lanzini, the ball was Lanzi scuffed it. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, that was it. Really, wasn't it? There wasn't really much to much to write home about from him, and and it it was comfortable. I thought in the end. I mean, they're not the greatest Premier League side, but it's still Premier League opposition, and we've beaten them four-one, which is a, you know, it's pretty comprehensive, isn't it? You can't, you can't complain. You know, you start like scored three goals again. You know, we've got one four-one. We're in the quarterfinals. There's nothing really to moan about. Um, I thought, uh, I was expecting a bit of a, a tough game tonight. To be honest with you, I thought um, their their lineup seemed quite strong. I, I was a bit worried about your yeah, Mkunku uh, against um, Yarmolenko, but he seemed to do really well against. Them, I was I, cons- I was very concerned about Luca Dean up against Sebastian Haller, given the height difference, and he handled yeah. centre back brilliantly again. I mean, it's but one he- thing it's one thing to do it against like League Two opposition, but you know a Premier League side, and he's stepped into the centre back role pretty well, hasn't he? It's his experience, isn't it? You know, he, he he just seems to know what to do. But I think in terms of tonight, obviously Haller's a big lad, but I think cutting the supply off to Haller was vital, and that's what we, and that's what the midfield managed to do throughout the game. Um, and that I think that really helped the situation as well. But yeah, it was it was a comprehensive win. As we'll go on to the injuries, I'm sure. But that was that was the only real downside there for me. On the note of the injuries, up. I think with some news sort of filtering through now from Ancelotti, he's saying the injuries aren't too bad. So, you know, it's you, you can't 
obviously that's not not a barometer as such, but at least it might alleviate some of our fears. Yeah, yeah, you'd like to think, you know, Richarlison might make might make the weekend, and then he's got two weeks off then. But Alan, groin strain, you know, you might not want to risk it, and you might want to leave until just after the break. But if if it's not too bad, let's wait for a proper prognosis. But that seems quite positive for me. The fact that they both walked off the pitch as well seemed quite, yeah, um, like not positive, but like you know, it didn't seem maybe as bad as they actually they had, they actually looked. Yeah, Owen, what's what's your take on the injuries? You think? Well, yeah, the first thing of all I want to say is that we've got a new player signed for us tonight, Nyonku. He was brilliant. Nyonku, Nyonku, yeah, yeah, he was good. (laughs) Nyonku. That's going to have Carlo Ancelotti going. Carlo Ancelotti's like, who? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's... But yeah, the injuries I put on Twitter before before I came on here that we're going to have injuries over the course of a season. Hopefully not three in one game. But I feel like the way the team is at the moment, and even thinking the cup games, the way the team spirit is, even with the like fringe fringe players and the younger players, I feel like I feel like we can take the challenge on. I think it's good that we've got an international break coming because if we can just get through Brighton with three points, any way we can. We can obviously have two weeks then to you know, sort of see and um, take stock and see where we are, and then hopefully for the Liverpool game everyone's back. Hopefully, um, if uh, if Carlo's saying it's not too bad, but I, I just I just think it's what is expected in the season, especially for Everton. It's been going too well. Let's be honest, we'll bounce back three injuries in the game at some point or something. Yeah, I mean, go that's... Wrong, but... Really? That's, on, that's on a whole new level, but I mean, normally it'd be three injuries and then getting knocked out on penalties, so it's a step forward, let's put it that way. Yeah, improving all the time, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get on to the positives then. I think that's there's not much more we can say about the injuries. Interestingly enough, we also, John Joe Kenny also got injured, got injured and he has looked arguably the least serious of the three at first, but he was the one who left on crutches. Yeah, I read that. Um... Mm. I think they posted that that he left on crutches but yeah hopefully it's not too bad and it's just again precautionary but I think no disrespect to John Joe Kenny but I don't think he's the most important member of the squad as you, 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 we can, I suppose we can afford his injury to a point um, you know it's not nice for him at all but like... sorry well no sorry no carry on there but yeah, um, but yeah I, I just I the John Joe Kenny injury, hopefully, again, that's not too bad. But you know, that we'll get. I guess we'll get the prognosis in the next couple of days, really. Yeah, I mean, it's at least on on that note, it is relieving to hear that Carlo says he doesn't think they're as bad as first imagined. So maybe that alleviates some fans' fears out there because that's obviously the one real downside to this game. But other than that, it was a very positive display, wasn't it? I mean, some excellent performances and. None more so, of course, than Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's going to be in the England squad tomorrow, Annie. If he's not in the England squad, that's an absolute yeah, travesty. Another... Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really put anything past Gareth Southgate because he somehow thinks that Tyro Mings and Eric Dyer centre-back is somehow better than James Tarkovsky and Michael Keane and Mason Olgate when he was fit, so... I really wouldn't put anything past Gareth Southgate. He'll probably put Carlton Palmer back in the squad or something because you don't know what 
these England managers do, they just make the most random selection choices I've ever seen. I don't really know where they get them from, but on on the on Dominic, I think he's been brilliant, I think. But everyone who said he was a championship championship striker just makes me laugh because even when he wasn't scoring goals and even when he wasn't playing too well, he was never a championship striker if you just looked there and play. I think he's such an intelligent footballer and the way he controls the ball, he brings so many people into play. I, I think at the moment, even though he's scoring the goals, I think in the last year he's probably the most improved footballer in the country because he's incredible. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I was laughing. Like I think there was a point in the second half where he took the ball on his left foot and skied it over the bar from outside the area. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, Cal- you know, Calvert-Lewin, he never scores with his left foot. And then he slots one beautifully with his left foot yeah. to seal a hat-trick. And, you know, three, it's only two hat-tricks in not even two weeks. It's just excellent, isn't it? I mean... Against uh, Premier League opposition as well. Yeah, yeah. And it also, it's worth noting, a little statistic came out. It's that he's the first person to score... Two hat tricks for Everton in the same month since Dixie D. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it speaks for itself, really, doesn't it? At the end of the day, you know, what 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 did the is that eight goals in five games? Is that now eight and or something six, like eight and six? Eight and six. So, you know, you could argue his target was twenty. We're not even a third of the way into the season, and he's he's nearly halfway to his target. You know, he could easily surpass. Surpassed that this year. The lad just looks on fire, and he's improved so many aspects of his game as well. Like that's that's like that finish was something I don't think we'd have seen him slot a goal like that. That that final goal, the finish was absolutely excellent. The first one for me, I thought was the best. Oh, was yeah, the, the first, first one as well. The, the, t- the touch, touch, yeah. And he he's just seems to be going from strength to strength. And even even take the take the goals away from his game. One thing he has improved on over the last eighteen months is 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 his contribution to his contribution to the game, holding the ball up, bringing bringing other players into it. And he did it a few times tonight as well. Yeah, it's, it, it was an all round excellent performance from Calvert Lewin. But he wasn't the only one, was he? I thought, especially like we talk about like maybe the absence of Allen. I think Fabian Delph was very encouraging today, wasn't he? I thought his performance, and I mean, you know me, I'm usually a very big Fabian Delph basher on this show, but, <laughs> but I thought he was absolutely okay. excellent today. I'm the same too, mate. I, I'm normally the first one to oh, Delph again, but I thought he was outstanding. I thought the way, there was, there was times in the second half and the first half where, I don't know, they got a lot of possession, and I think that when we won the ball back, he just took the whole sting out of their attack, just played a nice, simple pass. I think it was really effective what he did tonight. If he can keep that up, he's certainly an option for everything this season because that, that was really impressive tonight. And it's again, if we were playing, he was good last week as well, but if we were playing, I don't know, Swindon Town, you'd say, well, Swindon Town, but West Ham are a Premier League team, OK? They might not be in great shape, but they're a Premier League team and he, he did not look out of place and not everything team tonight and I, I think as we go along during the season he, he might become an option for us I, th- I certainly think he's better than Tom Davis so that's another debate I mean Tom Davis didn't even if, get if, on if, today but um, you know I, yeah I think if anyone's going to go it'll be Davis not Delph looks like it doesn't it uh, I mean Gilfie Sigurdsson again I thought he was really good today I thought 
the thread for Calvert Lewin was a brilliant little pass as well. You know, mm-hmm. Tigerton played some really nice passes today. Well, we come on for Richarlison, I thought he was all right, but you know, we've got to reserve special praise for none other than James Rodriguez. I mean, again, just watching him play is just a pleasure in itself, isn't it? I don't know whether, like, um, sorry, Owen, what? I was just going to say, the likes of Man City and obviously Liverpool and Chelsea are used to watching players like him all the time because it's totally alien to me watching players like him. I know, yeah. that's the thing with me, yeah. And it's weird, like, I don't know whether you, like, I'm waiting for Rodriguez to turn into, like, peak Kevin Morales and just be an absolute waste of space at times. And that's just the blue of me, but he just seems to console the game and his intelligence is... His passing is everything about him is just he's everything this side misses. And you look at Calvert Lewin, is absolutely and Richarlison are thriving off playing with him. And you know, long may it continue as well. And you know what, today, uh, on a side note, he got stuck in defensively. I thought, I thought, yeah, better and than I was bored, definitely. Yeah, I thought that that was a new side to his game, what we saw today. And and you know, again, long may it continue. He seems to want to protect Coleman and Kenny a little bit. Um, but yeah, Hammers, he's just... And the beauty about him is as well, you don't he starts on, on the right-hand side, but he, he's on the left, he's in the centre. He's, he's almost got like a free roll because he's just that good at distributing. And uh, But yeah, again, long may it continue. Yeah, it's excellent to see. You know what I've noticed with Hammers as well? Hammers yeah. as well. I feel, I feel like for a long time, we've, we've ever have been saying we, we lack leaders. And while Hammers doesn't come across as like your typical screaming, shouting leader. I think he just does things in the game that leads the team throughout situations. I was talking about Delft before and the way he took the sting out of the game in the second half. I think Hammers does something similar, but in terms of like momentum in the game, I think he just puts us on the front foot. Whereas last season, we didn't have that player who scared an opposition that much, except for Charleston. I think I just, I just think he puts the fear of God into teams and he leads the team up the pitch. I, I think he's been unbelievable since he's come in. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're always fearful when you bring in a big name sign and are they going to flop or what? I mean, we've had our first year, but this this is going very well. He's been an excellent addition to this team. And I think it reminds me a lot of, I think I've said this a few times, of when we first brought Mikel Arteta in and we just brought a player in who was a different class to the other players we had around him. And, and, he, just, makes the other, and he makes the other players better because he's there. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, is the way you can control the game and compose the other players around them. Mm. I was surprised he started tonight, to be honest with you. I didn't expect him to start mm. him. Um, but I think I think Gordon was ill, wasn't he? I think that's why yeah. he, he wasn't in the team. Um, but yeah, you know, let's get him you know, through the I Brighton game. Bernard and then, yeah, I thought Bernard would start as well, yeah. Um, you know, let, but let's get let's get Rodriguez through the Brighton game and then there's two weeks off then to try and, you know, rest the legs a little bit and and um and and come fresh again for the derby. Yeah, I mean, I think I say we've got to, just got to wait and see how these injuries get on. And we've got like obviously the the weekend against Brighton, and then it's a two week break until the derby. So two and a half weeks for rest and recovery. We've got to hope that that's enough. But as as for this game moving forward, we've got the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup to look forward to. Which apparently this is only the fourth time that we've reached that stage, and God knows how long. Uh, I'm, I'm not too clued up on it. I think certainly the last 20 years, I think that's the I think it might be the only fourth, only the fourth time we've got to this stage. So not great for 
the pass, but certainly at present we're still in the in the cup and we're hopefully going to go even further. We've got to see how we get on. Mm. I'd fancy our chances against anyone in the next round. Tomorrow night after. Um, yeah, tomorrow night after the Liverpool game. And yeah, they'll obviously. Have When's the next there. round? Uh, do you know what? I'm pretty certain it's like it's like November. You know, end of November, early December. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a big break. It goes down mm-hmm. to a game a week, game a week now because the Champions League and stuff starts. So, you know, there's plenty of time for us to get players rested, uh, to get yeah. players back, and we can go full. Hopefully, full go full strength when when that game comes along. Um, Whereas and, I think a know, lot of the, the biggest sides left in it might rest because start. of Europe. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, it's it's there for the taking and we look really sharp. So, bring it on. Absolutely, bring it on. We'll, yeah, leave, it that, we'll leave it at that anyway, yeah. I think. it's Oh, unless Owen's got... Yeah, I've just, got, I've just got one thought. It was really important that we got through then tonight because it's so, it's, if it's like the end of November, that's the first of it. But if it's the end of November, first, the end of November, that's like... I don't know, another stage. We've got through like the first stage of this competition. Now we're through to the next one. And I think just like psychologically, it puts us in the conversation now. So it's also a long, to see how we do. I kind of know what you mean there. And it's also a long period between rounds, which means it's a long period of knowing you're still in the competition. Mm. And, it breeds, yeah. and that breeds confidence in, in its own right, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't think we can enjoy our football. Yeah, the, Le- the, Le- the Leicester game last year was the quarter-final, wasn't it? So that, and that was played like early to mid-December. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. It's, maybe, it's round, maybe it's round then, but, you know, it's a, one, it's a, it's a one-legged game. Let, let's have it. Let's, I'll have anyone. Let's have it. I'll have that. Yeah. Let's have it. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Welcome to the match preview segment where we're looking ahead to our next Premier League fixture against Brighton and Hove Albion at Goodison Park on Saturday. For that, I'm joined by Terry, of course, and a warm welcome to Dan Hart as well to the show. How are you doing, lads? Dan, I think it's your first time on, certainly on this show with me. How are you, how are you doing? Yeah, everything sounds. Um, it's going all right. Uh, it's my second time actually uh, doing this like um, I've done one in uh, February against Watford. But uh, yeah, I'm all good. Um, hopefully, it goes well. Like, well, fingers crossed. I mean, put it this way: you're in you're in good company if anything goes wrong. <laughs> Sounds cheers. Anyway, um, uh, speaking of things going wrong, one thing that isn't going wrong is Everton so far this season. Six wins out of six. I mean, what's happening, Terry? Well, can you see us making it seven out of seven against Brighton? I hope so. Um, I watched Brighton against uh, Man United, not not in the cup in the league, so I, that, that's probably a better gauge of what we're going to come up against in the uh, in this game. And they were they were well better than Man United. They they, they battered them. They hit the post. That, well, the woodwork five times, and Trossard just ran the show. And yeah, we're going to have a proper test. I think they'll be our biggest test yet. I know it doesn't feel like that because it's Brighton, but they've got some good players like Trossard, like I mentioned, and that uh, Tarek Lamptey on the uh, their right wing. I think back. He's, he's brilliant, him. Unbelievable, him. Where does he come from? He's just absolutely quality. Just a little tricky, fast wing back. Uh, he's been linked. Was he? Who was he linked with? Was it Bayern Munich? 
You know, say he's been yeah, yeah, because they're after a right back and then at the yeah, it was it was by Munich, I think. He'd been linked with him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he went because he's a quality little player. So um especially if we're gonna if we might not have Richarlison's, you know, give these the cover to Luca Dean, you know, the hard work and the track and back, it's gonna be a big job on for whoever um, who's ever on that left hand side because he's quality. Certainly and you know, on the note of the injuries, I don't think we haven't had any updates as since Carlo said, of course, he doesn't think it's that serious last night. We haven't had any updates since, have we? Not, I've been checking my Twitter all day. I haven't really seen anything. I'm not sure. No. Guys we're, likely, we're likely to get it with the press conference, aren't we? Which is Friday. It'll be, um, you know, first question, you know, any injuries. And he said he didn't expect, think it was going to be too bad. But you just never know with these things with, with you know... With, it looked like it was a game, Alan's groin, and um, you know it was a twisted, um, a twist of the leg by Richarlison. You just don't know. It could be something they can shake off, something they need to rest over the international break, or it could be the worst case scenario where it's a long term injury. We're praying it's not that like, but at the very least, you want them back, both back and healthy by um, the time the international breaks over. Carlo says he reckons that Richarlison could be fit for Saturday, but. Personally, I was saying to a few people, I personally think he should sit this one out and sit out the international break as well. I don't know. He's, um, if he's fit, he's past fit, isn't he? So he wants to play and he's one of our key players. So I think he will play if he's past fit. I, I'm with you. I wouldn't mind resting him. We've got a lot of players, especially for that left-hand side. Um, we could even bench him, maybe, and, and like, bring him on if you need him. But um, if he's past fit for this game... Then you might as well play him because he's not going to um, he's not going to sit out the international break if he's past fit. Put it that way. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a difficult one. Alan's probably the one that concerned me the most last night. The the his injury looked probably the worst of the three. It's worrying because he's the least replaceable. Like Richarlison's not replaceable either. But you've got a Wobi, you've got Bernard, you've got Alex, um, Anthony Gordon. Yeah, I meant to say Alex Iwobi, second time. Anthony Gordon. Um, the middle of the pitch, okay, Fabian Delf had, an, um, had a decent game against West Ham, but he's not a patch on Allen, is he? So I wouldn't like to see Delf fill in for Allen if we could avoid it. And if he has to, one game would do me any more than that. And I'd, be, I'd be starting to, you know, I'd, I'd be cursing our injury luck because if it's any longer than one game for the two of them, then it's, it's just a killer, isn't it? Because it's going to be the derby that they miss. Yeah, that's a big, big concern. Dan, how do you feel going into this Brighton game? Do you think we should give these players a rest? Or maybe, you know, I thought some of the reserves did okay against West Ham. Should we give them a chance in the Premier League and maybe give these lads a rest? I think the way that, the way that they, uh, they set up Brighton, the very fast going in on, on the attack, you know, with them um, as... You know, as you just said earlier on with the, you know, it's cross art as well. Um and Mapay, you know, they are a very fast their team. Uh but I think we have the main thing now this season, we have good depth in the squad. You know what I mean? I think I think the signs that we've made is brought the best out of everyone else, you know, you know, Skidleton he's good he sounds look a bit all right now. So I think if Richardson is fit it just depends, you know, starts on the bench, you know, you know, in case it gets anywhere. So like, you know, just one little turn and it could be 
even longer. Um, Alan, you know, Sidem uh, injuries are very, you know, so they can be either three weeks, four weeks, months in, in the end. But I wouldn't play Alan like on a Saturday. Um, I don't think he'll play anyway myself. Um, but it's Allison. I think if he is fit, um, I wouldn't. I think I'll start on the bench. I think Richardson's one of them. If he feels like he's up for it, he'll beg to play. I mean, he's one of yeah. he seems like one of them. He, he's determined to never go off injured. Him. I mean, the amount of kicks he gets, and he just shakes yeah. all of them off. Yeah, I mean, with um, it just depends, you know, like because like that's not like him to actually go down and actually and like he started to hit the floor and thinking oh like what is going on like I think he's he's broke his ankle or something but as um as as, as he said last night Angelotti said he said it doesn't look too serious which is a good thing so he might start him he might bench him but just pray to God that they're both fit in two weeks time oh yeah definitely but ahead of this game against Brighton you mentioned a couple of threats there. Lamptey's been fantastic, like you say. Trossard, there's been plenty of good players. I think they're a really underrated team. Right, I think they've been. I think Man United was an example of just how unlucky they were. But even in the other games I've seen from them, I've always thought they've put up a good, a good account of themselves. Yeah, they have. You know, since going back to um, the first game against them, I think it was uh, Chelsea. Um, on on the opening weekend, and again they were very unlucky. You know, they they had a good side. Um, and to come back to the game against Man United, you know they were the better side. And and what happened? What happened? I mean, like Man U, and and they get a pen at the end. And but I think it'll be I think I think it'll be a test for the the the, the back four like for us on the weekend. It'll be a very Fast pressing game from Brighton, I think. Yes, they've got a lot. They've got a lot of players who are really rate to be honest. Players who are definitely have at Everton. If we could, you know, stump up a bit of money, and you know, I've just been very impressed every time I've seen them play. So, where where do you think they're going to hurt us if they get if they can attack us? Maybe. Um. I think on the width, you know, as you know, I said earlier on with Glanty um, as well, you know, he's he's just magic. And I, I think how old he's only what 21, 20. He's young, he's fast, he, he's got a bit, and like he likes to work, he likes to, to go on the on the uh, on the inside as well. So I think it'll be a test for um, the width from them, like, and um, again. I think Keane or Mina, I think it'll be a, a test as well from the pay. Yeah, definitely. He's a he's a player who I don't really I don't like playing against him at the best of times. He's a nuisance him. Yeah, and um to watching him I think it was a Connolly as well last week against Man U. He likes to win fouls as well. I've I noticed as well. You know, that, well. you know that from last season when he threw himself and got himself a penalty. Yeah, so Again, just watch out round about the box area or, or like the the final tear because he will because he does win fouls him so it'd be a test. Definitely. On the other hand, though, Terry, how could we hurt 
Brighton. James Rodriguez. It's just simple as that now, isn't it? Like he's just a class apart. Like he never loses the ball. He never wastes a touch. Never wastes a pass. Uh, he's again, he's our key player. He's he's the player that the opposition will probably do a brief on before we play them, and they'll say stop him. If you can shut him down, you'll you'll stop Everton, and that'll be especially true when we haven't got Richarlison on the other side. So if we haven't got Richarlison, um, much like with Trossard, with them, like it's it's he'll you know Trossard will float and try and find you know gaps to exploit, and you know uh, he'll probably end turn up where. Um, Diagana went against West Brom, that gap between um, James and Coleman and try and exploit that space uh, we need to do similar we need to, when um, Lamperty goes forward we need to have the freedom for James to just you know slot in on the other side if he needs to be, it'll probably, if Richardson doesn't start it'll probably be a Wobie, have a Wobie go on the other side, just let James float and do his damage there because um we're going to need them to, and another thing about Trossard is we won't have Allen either. Um, if it, you know, Delphad, as I say, Delphad's a good game, but he's not a patch on Allen in terms of defensive work rate. So we're going to have to pl- pretty much play them at their own game and, and have our, our playmaker float because he's going to be the key man more so than ever. And the other way we can hurt them is the way we've been hurting everyone else Dominic Calvert Lewin make chances in the box and he'll slot them, doesn't matter how scruffy it is. You know, whether it's half a chance, you know, you know, great chance, whatever. He's there, left foot, right foot, header, absolutely on fire at the minute. Need probably, you know, like to go into the international break now that he's been called up to the England squad and sign off with another goal, get to that camp and be the top scorer in the Premier League. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, that's obviously going to be a, a big thing in the dressing room. Obviously, you've got the likes of Harry Kane and that when he goes on England duty. That's going to be that'll be a nice one for him to, you know, yeah. to these players who are. Quite obviously, a lot more highly rated or overrated, should we say? Not so much, well, Harry, not so much Harry Kane, but certainly. No, he's, he's got nothing to prove, though, Calvert Lewin. When he goes, it's just a case of his. He's a confidence player, which is what we've learned. When his confidence is high, he's lethal between the, the sticks, and um, the confidence will probably never be as high as it is in this next game when he's just been called up for international duty. So, you know, get them, make chances in and around the six-yard box and they'll be there. That's it. You know, it's eight, eight goals in six games, isn't it? Five, I think. I don't think he plays in against uh, Salford. Or Sol- uh, Salford. That's right, that's right, yeah. Five, eight, yeah. Five, so yeah. Five, five games. Even better than that. Excellent. You just can't argue with that at all. Oh. But, yeah, I think what the way we've described it there, the way we spoke about Hammers and Trossard, it's got the makings of a very, very game this and yeah. I think that, that means our defence is going to have to be on point and also unfortunately Jordan Pickford's going to have to behave himself a bit Well I'm fully expecting them to get a penalty just um, as Dan said that Conley he loves to go down he's in the a, box he throws himself in I, I can't stand him I can, I can see them getting a the penalty either he'll earn one or he'll well he can't really blag one now if he AR can he but we, we are People haven't forgot that we got a penalty last week that everyone took the knock over. Everyone, everyone was pissed off that we got that penalty, even though other teams have got similar already. So I think um, referees will probably be, you know, absolutely Can't desperate wait to give to for a penalty. Uh, you know, to, to right that wrong, as it were. But um, 
as far as Conley goes, if I'm Conley, I'm going to be all over Yeri Mina. I like Yeri Mina, but he's the more clumsy of him and Keane, isn't he? So mm. I'd, be, I'd be all... And, and even if he doesn't fail you, he's so awkward the way he moves that sometimes it looks like he has. Yeri Mina, he's very leggy, isn't he? Mar- yeah, he's a lot of like... to dive an header for a, for, a, for a ball that was on the floor the other day. Yeah, so yeah. I... Uh, it's like, if you put, it's like if you put Peter Crouch at centre-back. I know. If I'm Conley, I'm all over being it. I know it's me saying it, watch Keane give one away, but I'm expecting to concede a penalty in this game just because I, I've got that feeling. I hope not. So Pickford, do us a favour, mate. It's one of the things he's been you know, known to be good for, even in his, uh, his wobbly spells. He's always been good at saving penalties, Pickford. So if we do get one given against us, that's where he earns his money. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I think in terms of this game, this is going to be quite a a tough one to to call in terms of it, it's going to be a case of I think whoever turns up better on just on the day. I don't. I think quality wise, there's quality all over both of these sides. It's who wants this more, I think. Mm. And you know, we've got the chance to go top of the table. I mean, that should be incentive in its own right. We're at home. I think I, I want us. To, I do respect Brighton. I think they're a much better team than some people give them credit for. With some good players, but Everton should be beating Brighton at home. Like either because we're on form, they're on form. But our, our good players are better than their good players at the end of the day. And we're at Goodison Park, without fans or not. We've got that sort of home field advantage, and I'd like to see us. I'll cover typically if we went away and we've got maximum points in the league. I mean, in the quarter final of the. The Carabao Cup just be unbelievable. You could just enjoy the next two weeks completely, then, and then probably not enjoy the last couple of days of that two weeks because the derby's coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's be nice to go into the derby with seven wins out of seven in the season. Not half. Couldn't argue with that, could you? Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll finish off with that anyway. We'll do our predictions, Dan. Prediction. I'll take a two-one. Everton first goal, Carver Lewin. Go on, Teddy. I think. Go on, Scotty. Then go on. Sorry, no. I'm just saying there about you know, uh, uh, like I think they will score. Uh, I think the, uh, the way that the way that they attack, uh, I, I think they they like like to score. Do the Brighton uh, say like they're not like you know your your uh, Fulhams or your your Newcastles? Do you mean like they 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 have got um, a good goal threat, Brighton? So uh, I think. Do well score, but I think we'll just have a two-one. Terry, three-two Everton. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Both players, both teams have got players who can score goals and will hit the other. But I think we'll shade it. So three-two Everton. I was going to say two-one. Then when Dan said two-one, I thought I'm going to say three-two. And then Terry says three-two. So I'm going to say four-three. <laughs> Yeah, I think Everton will shade. It's going to be a high score. And and Dan and Terry have gone for the ones I was originally going to say, so we'll say four today. <laughs> so, there you have it, guys. Podcast listeners, it's time for the quiz, the classic quiz. It's Dan's first ever 
Toffee Blues quiz, I think, is it? Is it not? It's me second. Um, so when I was doing the first time, and I think I, I think I won. I think I picked it at the end against. Wait, you, were uh, up, you, you were up against Teddy, were you? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've done that many now that I can't remember. I assume that I've lost a lot, but. <laughs> Teddy's like he's like one of them. Like it's it's one of them. If in doubt, Teddy probably lost the quiz. Probably. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dan, seeing as it's your first time on in quite a while, I'll let you pick. You uh, get to pick whether or whether you want to go. F- well, first of all, you get to do heads or tails or flip this coin. Heads, uh, heads. It's tails. So, Terry, you get to pick. Do you want to go first or second, mate? I'll go second, mate. Stick to a good thing. Yeah, I think you won with a second going second last time, didn't you? Yeah, the last two or three I've won, I've gone second. So, I'm keeping that one going. Right, and uh, this, is a, this, this will probably put us all on a little bit of a downer, this. Because uh, in the midst of this riding high with Ancelotti, six wins down to six. Mm-hmm. We're going back to the very first game Everton played with Sam Allardyce in the dugout. Oh, God, okay. And in that in mind, that is Everton 2, Huddersfield nil, 2nd of December 2017. Dark days indeed. Everton, oh, if Sam will have you believe, we were probably in the relegation zone, but we were probably about 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Dan, you're going first, mate. You've got to chat. You've got to name one of the starting eleven or the three used substitutes from this game. All right. Okay. Um, oh God. Michael Keane. Michael Keane was a used substitute. Oh God. In off the bar. Bad in off the bar, Terry. In off the bar. Um, Kuko Martina. Kuko Martina did play. He's left back. I remember this was the um, spell. Uh, Allardyce had a, a successful little runner first, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Which got us out of danger. And then he just, second, we weren't in any proper danger. He just fell apart. But I remember the back four entirely because it was a, it was a, an auxiliary back four due to injuries. But it actually did, I'd put a run of results together. And when you're in it, you'll wonder how. Yeah, mm. definitely, definitely wonder how. And with that in mind, Dan. Sigurdsson. Yeah, Sigurdsson played the full game and scored one of the goals. Found it on. Oof. <laughs> oh, A- God. Ashley Williams. Yep, Ashley Williams played the full game. Uh, Coleman. No, Seamus Coleman was still recovering from his broken ankle at this point. His broken leg, I should say. God. Yeah, so that means Teddy wins a quiz. Oh my god, <laughs> Teddy, you're loving this going second, mate. You just need to start going second every time, and you'll no, just run away with it. I know, it's a little little good luck charm, but I I all Allardyce is too recent. I remember every minute of Allardyce because it was like every, it was like every minute you in hell. It was horrible. And um, speaking of every minute in hell, we're going to carry on anyway and just try and guess a few more. So, Terry, do you want to go again? Um, well, the right back wasn't Coleman because it was, so it was Kenny. It was John Joe Kenny played the full game. Dan? 
Christ. Um, in goal, Pickford. Yep, Jordan Pickford was in goal. Um, Holgate. Yep, Mason Holgate made up the back four. It was Kenny Holgate, Williams, and Martina with the back four. And he actually got a few results with that back four. I could, if you remember, Holgate and Williams were actually an half decent partnership for a very short window in the December. Yeah, they were actually. Uh, uh, who else have we? Who haven't we got yet? We've got one, two, three, four, five start. Five starters left, and two use subs. Um, Garnagay. Yeah, Idrissa Garnagay. He played the full game. Right. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney started and was subbed off for Michael Keane. Oof. Um, and he somehow was like substituting there. <laughs> yeah. Trying to play, don't know. Oh, God, I I hate Sam Oh, I hated the time. Um, just say. Oh, my man's gone blank. My man's gone blank. Is bloody hell. This isn't going to get me many. Calvert Lewin. Yeah, Dominic Calvert Lewin started and scored the second goal. Got two goal scorers there in the pod. Is right. So you've got you've got Vad Rooney, you've got two more starters and two U subs. Um I remember the midfield three at that time as well. Uh, was it Tom Davis? Yeah, Tom Davis was the starter. Right. One of his new signings, I'm going to say Jen Tosin. They, they haven't brought the new signings in at this point. Cheng Tosin hadn't signed. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop with the other one, then. <laughs> Is it my goal or still... Go on, Teddy. Teddy, or I don't think... I try and picture the team, like the shape of the... You know, like the formation. So, he had Martina and Sigurdsson on the left, didn't he? We've had the middle three, the back four, the striker... Who was on the right? Was it Morales? It wasn't Morales. Was he gone? He might have been gone. Like, no, he was still... I think he was still there, but he wasn't getting a look in at this stage. God, this side. Oh, my God. It just shows how much of a blur it was. <laughs> I know, because it doesn't matter now because it's finished. I know it wasn't Balassi because he came back after Boxing Day. Yeah, it wasn't Balassi. Balassi wasn't even on the bench. Yeah, we, we didn't get... Yeah, because he was still injured. He came back like a couple of weeks later because he came back at West Brom, didn't he? Um, wasn't... Walcott, because we didn't have him yet. Oh, was it Luckman? Luckman was the substitute who came on. He was a used sub, Luckman. But he, oh, he replaced somebody else. <sighs> Was it Valencia? <laughs> no, nah, Valencia wasn't either at this point. <laughs> it just shows, oh my God, man, absolutely. God, was it Aaron Lennon? It was Aaron Lennon. Oh, yeah. So he, uh, he was, I remember he was there because um, Unsworth had used him, hadn't he? Yeah. Unsworth brought him the calls, yeah. I was trying to remember like, who, who was knocking about the squad. The squad was a mess, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He, so one more used sub. 
Jesus. Um, God. Wasn't Klassan because he never fucking used them. <laughs> was it Sandro? It wasn't Sandro. He's always been out on loan, hasn't he? Um, he, he? I don't think he's ever gone on an Everton kit. Nah, he was still here at this point because Allardyce used him against Chelsea, didn't he? Um, just, yeah, it was one of the very few times he played. Who else was there? Oh, it wasn't fucking... Not bad, was it? Um, Schneidlin. It wasn't Morgan Schneidlin. He came on for Tom Davis in the 67th minute. Yes. And they, they have it. That's the, that's the team. It was... Jordan Pickford, John Joe Kenny, Mason Holgate, Ashley Williams, Kuko Martina, Idrissa Garner Gay, Aaron Lennon, Tom Davis, Wayne Rooney, Gilfie Sigurdsson, and Dominic Calvert Lewin. Luckman, Schneidlin, and Michael Keane were the used subs, and the unused subs were Joel Robles, Benny Beningamy, Nikola Vlasic, and Umar Nias. Oh my God. What an era. What an era. Terry, you want. How far you can go in three years, isn't it? Like oh. the only two really who are going to who have survived from that time, you know, who've got who've got a place on the pitch is Pickford and Keane, and even then Pickford's probably not long for the world, is he? Yeah, just tells you how bad Koeman was, really. If anything, yeah, we're still recovering oh. from the transfer window. Yeah, still can't get rid- Sandro's still here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, he's still here talking to everyone and his wife on Twitter. That's it, just still here. Sandro's still here. The, the list just goes on and on and on. <laughs> we could go on forever, to be honest. There's a, there's a lot of them are still here. But anyway, Terry, this quiz is yours. You get to pick the song that teases out at the end of this podcast. I'm not even going to have to check the Spotify this time because what else, what else is oh, there? Of course, of course. What else is there other than Spirits of the Blues? The, the <laughs> song that, has, that reached number one in the iTunes chart. He said he wants gone an hour without hearing it. I loved that song even before it became big. I did. I did. I, it's one of my favourite Everton songs. Probably is my favourite Everton song. I remember saying to Jerry years ago when it, we were at, he was talking about Everton songs like specifically like Zed Cars and I went I said to him I like Spirits of the Blues and he hadn't heard it you know because it's not you know a regular Goodison is he and that's really where you'd only ever hear it and now he fucking knows now put it that way it's, yeah, it's, an, it's an absolute banger and it's you know it, it, it's probably it's kind of sums up the mood around the club at the moment it's excellent isn't it and that's, why, why, why not keep that mood going so our listeners can finish their podcast while you're listening to Spirit of the Blue? What a good choice that is from Teddy there. I mean, it was okay. never, let's be honest, it was never in doubt, was it? You'll get your coats on and get moving. Get your coats on and get moving, and thank you for listening to the Toffee Blues. We'll see you later with Spirit of the Blue. Oh,